Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Now today you're going to have to stretch. I'm in this brand new series he's famous for, and I had a steering clear, clear, you know what I mean? I steered a little bit, and he cleared the way, so I steered into it, and he said, "I, I want you to talk about this stuff, and I want you to see something here. Because we're going to be talking about God's been famous for his faithfulness. But first and foremost, I want you to understand something. Now, I really need you to pay attention. I'm not going to keep you all day. Okay? Give me some time. I'm going to tell you some truth about the Word of God. I felt the Holy Ghost this morning. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's a good day to be in church. It's like a precedent-setting moment for some of you. Your life, this ain't no mistake. Your life's going to change forever from one act of obedience. I'm telling you, listen, I know what I'm talking about. All right, you ready for this? You put gel in it today? You did a little bit right here. That's good. Looks good. All right, now listen. Now listen to me. Now pay attention. This is important. God is a God of divine order, okay? If you don't follow the order, it ain't going to work. We like to say systems serve God has been getting blamed from people forever about stuff God never wanted to happen in your life. But because we do not follow God's divine order of a thing, we miss the opportunity to walk in God's divine blessings. Because God is a God of system. Okay? Now, when we say system, sometimes we don't like system. God's not a system. God is an order God. He follows divine order. When you follow God's divine order, life seems to have a way to work itself out right. Not easy, but right. When you circumvent God's divine order, it doesn't work right. The problem is this. Most people doesn't know God's order of a thing. Not, not, we, we know what we know. And if you don't follow the order of a thing, you're not going to get the results you're looking for. Because of that, what you're going to do. And then everybody's like, why ain't it working? It ain't working because we're not doing it right. We have to start following God's divine order or God's system of a thing to get the results we want to see. Does that make sense? Because a lot of us, you ain't walking by faith, you're walking by sight. And when you walk by sight, you can't walk by faith because it's a law. So what I want to do, because God got me with this, messed me up. He said, I need you to be calling things that be not as though they were. Now, you got to write that down now. I'm going to take it. Now, listen, let me tell you what 2021 is going to be about. I'm already getting in this thing. It's going to be a spiritual life you're going to have to live. These principles I'm giving, the church is talking about, I don't know what. This is the stuff, we, we used to talk about this. You cut your teeth on this stuff in the early days when guys were teaching this, like the Brother Hagins of the world and the Brother Norvels of the world, and then the Charles Caps of the world, and then the Brother Go. Now, you can say whatever. You say, you word of faith? Yeah, because I'm not word of unbelief. So wake up, it's the Bible, okay? So you got to start understanding that this is the print. The church isn't about, oh, come in here and tell you, like, nah. I got to equip you to win. You get equipped to win by doing and applying what I'm getting ready to tell you today because we've been calling a lot of stuff the way we see it and not calling it the way we want it to be. And the reason why we call it the way we see it 
is because we we talk, we don't know what we're doing a little bit with some of this stuff. Not out of we're not ignorant to it, but we almost kind of roll with the tide. You know what I mean? And like oh, I don't want to be the guy that's like calling things that be. You know, you look. Nah, this ain't nothing weird. Now the church will try to make you think, well, you're a little bit extreme or you're a little weird. You ain't weird and you ain't extreme. You're like God. Now here's the thing. Now let me show you something about God. Now, right? God, here's the deal. He, he, he wants you to see his system and how he does things, and then he wants you to adapt your life to it. That's what causes spiritual growth. See, spiritual growth, see, the minute you stop chasing promises, you stop growing spiritually. And it's elusive, man. I'm going to explain it. It's true. It's true. You think about it. You stop growing spiritually. See, watch this. If you don't care about how life's going to work out, you let go of that promise, you don't care about your confession. You'll say anything. But the person that's got a promise, he has a mandate of what he's allowed to say. He can't say what he wants to say. He ain't allowed to. You know what I'm saying? So if I want that promise of healing, I can't talk sick no more. Ain't allowed to. And I'm going to show you the difference of the ignorance of the church was, don't say it. It's not there. Facts are not the truth. Truth overrides facts. I'm going to dematerialize some of the stuff you see and give you new substance to materialize the life you want to have. Come on, somebody. Now you got to do it, though. You understand? Like, I don't know what I want to do. You got to do it. Look at your neighbor say, you got to do it. Look at your neighbor. Don't touch them. They freak out. Look at your other neighbor say, got to do it. Can't come in here like them bump on a log. Like, I don't know. What, I, do you know what he's saying? I don't understand what he's talking about. Uh, you understand what I'm talking about? This is life, spirit life. You are a spirit. You know, I don't understand church, but you don't come to church. Like, what are you supposed to learn about? Man, you, you better thank God you got me. I'm being serious, man. Go to church and do want to talk about, let me tell you why the world's messed up. Let me tell you how to change the world. Forget about how messed up the world is. You can do it. You can do this thing. Look at me, man. Now, you got to get this. You got to figure this out, okay? I want you to go to first. Man, this scripture messed me up. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get by it. <laughs> first Corinthians 1, 26. We're going to have the greatest teach. Hey, listen, this is what the Lord's been telling me. We're going to have a brand. We're going to have a great teaching revival. Yeah, we are. It's going to be great. We're going to have great warfare, but you're going to have a great teaching revival. Mm. We're going to have, a, I think 2021 is going to be, God's been downloading some stuff. I got to pray it out a little bit more, but it's going to be the year of spiritual authority. Yeah, you're going to have to have your spiritual authority cranked up. Pray for me, I get direction, all you people that pray for me. Pray that I get direction for 2021. I think we're just going to manifest like God did, you know, in the earth. Call down some fire. I'll burn some people if I had some fire. God, God won't give me that. God probably won't give me that because I'll do it. I don't care either. I'll repent after I'm done. Like, psh, catch them on fire. Go. Psh. And then I'll just go, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I repent. And I get out. See, I know too much. I'm dangerous. God won't give me certain superpowers. You know what I mean? Because if I had that superpower, call down fire from heaven, whoo, man. Whoo. Mount Carmel, whoo. I was like, burn it, God. God's like, put him on the back burner. He's dangerous. Amen. He would not let me loose. First Corinthians chapter. God understand. There's no, there's no other thing than you have to get an understanding of this. Now I want you to understand this. Now look at me. Just look at me, pull this in before I read this. God never, now watch this. God never called anything the way he saw it in the natural. 
He called it the way he wanted to see it in the spiritual. But I want you to know something. God never calls anything the way it looks because it don't take no faith to do that. <laughs> Get that? Don't take no faith to call it the way it's seen. You got to call it the way you don't see it. That's why God never leaves that place. And that's why for you to operate like God, you can't call things the way you see it. You got to call things the way you want them to be. Because what is seen has already been materialized. What has not been seen can be. Let's look at the scripture. Watch this. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh and not many mighty, not many noble are called. Don't worry about all that. What he's saying is this. He's like, look, you're, you're, you're all right. What he's saying is this. Like, God didn't pick smart, the smartest bulbs in a bunch. You know what I'm saying? That ain't meaning that you, you ain't smart. But he says, I picked some foolish stuff to confound the wise. Because everybody's supposed to have it together. You know, they all got it together. Yeah, you got it more together than the people that got it together, all right? But God has, not, God has chosen what? But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Okay? And God has chosen the weak things of the world to what? What? Confound the things which are mighty. He said, I take weak things and make strong things look like they're nothing. Now watch 28. The base things of the world and things which are despised. Has God chosen? Now get this. Yeah, and the things which are not, to bring to naught the things that are. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> you go back. God said this is how I work. I got the things that be not to change the things that are. Now go back, go back. You didn't even know this was in the Bible. Don't look at me. I'm so spiritual. You didn't even know that scripture was in there. Cut it out. Stop with your little religious PhD. That's why you got me. I told him one week, I got in the church, and I said, this is what you pay me for. So I freaked out, like, did he say pay me? That's what you pay me for. You pay me to stay sharp. I told my business guys, I was in a room, my God in heaven, these guys were sharp. I said, yeah, I said, this is what, you go to work and do what you do, this is why I go to work and do what I do. And it's not a job, you understand what I'm saying? But I come bringing you meat. Come in there, bring you a little pablum thing, like, oh, are you good? Here's a peanut. Come on, give me a break. Listen to what I'm telling you. I've tried this out. It's true. You see this scripture? That's how God works. Look, now popped it up. I'm a bald head. I got a tan though yesterday. You notice I got some sun? A little bit. I sat in the yard. You see it? Man, I like, man, I like the sun. If I go way out there, you won't see me no more. I disappear. Hallelujah. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Okay, I'm cool with that. And God had chosen the weak things of the world to what? Bring to confound the things which are mighty. Okay, I'm cool with that. But this is what I'm saying. The base things of the world and the things which are despised, God chose it. Yeah, and what? And the things which are not to bring to naught the things that are. So he said, I am going to bring to naught. Bring to naught means to bring to zero. Now, here's what I want you to realize. Now, put this in. God is saying this. I am going to give you the substance of faith. Now, there's a lot of substance. To materialize the things you want to see and bring to naught means dematerialize the things you don't want anymore in your life. 
Now, that means this. You got a jacked up marriage. Okay, if you got one, I can dematerialize the jacked up marriage and give you the material to give you the marriage you want. But you got to stop calling this thing the way you see it. See, because if you call it the way you see it, that's the end of it. Nothing can change. But when you start calling it the way you want it to be, now you've got new material to create the reality of what you want to have. The problem with the church is we've been spending years calling it the way we see it and never calling it the way it's supposed to be called. You see what I'm saying? You just tell, I, we so broke. Great. Wonderful. Stay broke. We so sick. Great. Stay sick. We keep calling it the way it is because this is what happened. Now, the church, there, so many people are a little loony. Don't look at your neighbor. They, they can't help it. Because you Christian people didn't get no sense, some of you, because you went to a goofy church, and you're it ain't there. You got a big old knot in your head. You know what I'm saying? You got a big old knot in your head. Look like you got a hip on a two-by-four. The bump is not on my head. It's not there. No, bro, it's there. Okay? I did not say denial. There might be a fact. You got a bad doctor's report. That's a fact. But here's the truth. Jesus can dematerialize the bad report and give us a brand new report with a new substance because we ain't going to call it the way we see it. We're going to call it the way we want it to be. Come on, somebody. You see what I'm saying? They run around and say denial. They lived in denial because they didn't know how to work it and they were scared. Okay? Give me the facts. Fact is you broke. It's okay. Fact is your marriage stinks. Fact is the doctor said. Fact is you ain't right. Fact is this. I don't care. I can change all your facts with the truth. I can get you new material to dematerialize the stuff you don't say. He took things that be not and brought to naught the things that are. Whatever you got, we can change it. We can, I'll tell you right, I can change your mind. I can change the way you think. I can change the way you believe. I can change it because I got new material from the word of God. See, now here's what happened. Them promises of God are loaded with the substance you need to change your world. This is how it works. Now, you like, y'all church people, God, I don't, I don't know if that, this is the only way it works. It's divine order. Say divine order. Now, if you work God's divine order, you get God's divine results. You don't, stay the way you are, baby, because you ain't changing. See, I'm going to tell you where this happened. And I told you this, and I'm going to take you there. This is the problem with church. We try to do everything. He said, nah, you ain't going to do it your way. You do it my way. And this don't make no sense to normal people thinking that. I got you tell me I gotta sit in the middle of that and I gotta call things that be not as though they were. I'm gonna be weird. No, you're gonna be like God. Look, God tells lepers that are lepers. He said, Go show yourself to the priest. Like we're lepers, he'll kill us. He said, I didn't call you the way you were. I called you the way you want to be. Go. And in the going, the healing kicked in. God never called anything the way. It looked in the natural. He called it the way, hey, go to the water pot and go draw up some wine. Oh, he, he must be drunk. Go to the water pot and lift out wine. There's water in there. He said, I ain't calling it the way you see it. I'm calling it the way I want it to be. Hey, man with a withered hand. Let me see that hand. How you going to show a hand? Ain't got no withered hand. Show me what you got. I'll give you what you need. I ain't calling it the way I see it. I'm not calling it the way I see it. I'm calling it the way I want it to be. God who quickened it to dead and called those things that be not as though they were. You got to start, you got to be as a be as they were kind of person. You can't be as I call it like, and then you get on, I call it the way I see it. Then you ain't never going to have faith. 
I call it the way I see it. You unbeliever. Next time someone tells me, I call it the way I see it, I'm like, good, you unbeliever. Because you don't need no faith to call it the way you see it. It takes faith to call what you cannot see into existence. You see it? It's the end of the matter if you call it like it is. You got to get that. It's the end of a matter if you call it the way it is. But faith kicks in the minute you call it something different than what you see. You see that? What, what is he saying? You got to start calling things that be not as though they were. Because, okay, what do you, what do you call in your, what do you call in your mind? How, how, how are you calling what you think? Man, I got these crazy thoughts coming to my head. You're going to keep having them crazy thoughts. They get worse. I got a sound mind. Come on, somebody. You getting me yet? Did you catch me? Did you catch me yet? You better catch me. You're waking up, and it's all this junk talking to you. You this, you that, you depressed, you up, you down. Stop. That's, that's a fact. Now stop lying. Christian people lie. Don't, 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 because you know why? You're scared. But you ain't going to be scared no more hanging around here. I got the devil on the run. That joker don't show up in here. He knows better. Knows better. I'll smack him upside his head. I didn't even come to play. This is how I'm teaching you to win. He's a, the, dev, the enemy, he fights dirty. He's miserable. Tells people stuff in their mind. He's miserable. That's why I hate him. I hate the devil. You know, the Bible says that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. I read that scripture. I said, that's why I'm here. Because I don't want you living torment. I don't want you living afraid and scared and messed up and feeling like you can't. You can. You, you're a champion. If God, you serve as a champion. Amen. You're a champion. You're a champion. I don't care what last season looked like. We got a brand new season. I don't care what last year looks like. We got a brand new season. But what he tries to do, he's sneaky. Here's what he tries to do. He tries to do this for you. He tries to give you all these ideas and make you think they're, they're yours, and then you don't know how to talk your way out of it. But here's what you got to do. When he brings you all this nonsense, you got to get coming at you. I have a sound mind. I got a, God gave me the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. You got to get this word coming at you. Call those things that be not. Can't call it the way you see it. You can't speak it the way you see it. You can't speak it. This is what spirit beings do. And you a spirit being bring to naught the things that are. See what I'm saying? You got to speak in the and say, well, why is this? Because we, we stop, we do it everywhere, right? We do it all this stuff. We just keep calling everything the way it is. Stop calling it the way it is. And then you ain't lying neither. That's what God did. You understand that? That's how God does it. Now, look at this, right? He said, bring to naught. What's that mean? He said, man, he's going to bring it to nothing. This is God's chosen method. The Bible gives us these principles and lets us understand these things, right? Because watch this. Now, you, you want to understand it? Now, let me show you how this happens now. You ready for this? This is what you got to get, okay? Because this, is, this, this will help you see it, okay? Because we're going to go to Romans 4, 17 in a minute here because this is how God did it. But here's what I want to say. Bring the not the things that are. What's that mean? Because you got to understand something. Remember it said in the Bible that everything you see is temporal? We're going to go there too if we got time. Temporal means it's subject to change. But you can't change, you can't change what's seen until you show up with something from the unseen realm. Now, you, you produce this through words. You know what I'm saying? See, everybody just talks talking about the scene. You got to change the scene with the material that can change it from the word of God, which is unseen. And then once you speak the things of the word of God, it produces a brand new image in front of you. Temporal things need to change. 
How do you change temporal things with eternal substance from the Word of God? This is why you got to start applying the Word of God in the areas of your life, because everything you see can be dematerialized. How do I dematerialize what I see? How do I dematerialize what I think? We've got to give you new material to create new substance to create a new atmosphere. What's that mean? Okay, that means this. You see this chair? This chair is a solid. We could dematerialize this chair, right? And we could what? We could rematerialize it through new words. Words made everything. See, word, see chair, chair was a word. Everything that's been spoken, everything you see was made with words. And the world was framed by the word of God. The whole world's been framed by words. We got to get new words in your situation to change what's seen and allow your temporal situation to be overrided by the spiritual stuff that could transform your life. All right, you want to see it? Look. No, you got to see it. No, I know it's going to mess with your head a little bit because what is this guy trying to get me to do? I'm trying to get you to speak the word of God in every situation, every circumstance, and every season of life. Because the problem is this, if you don't choose to do it, guess what you're going to do? You're just going to keep calling things the way they are, and if you just keep calling things the way they are, they cannot change. You better get what I just said. If you just keep calling things the way they are, what are you going to get? What it is. Look right here. Go to 2 Corinthians 3. Go to 2 Corinthians 3. We'll start, we'll, we'll start with, um, um, we can start with verse 17. You all right? You getting this? You pulling this in? All right, let me just give you the checkup, okay? What have you been calling it? I don't understand. What this guy's saying? What you been talking about your money? What you been talking about your body? What have you been talking about your marriage? What have you been calling your spouse? You know what I'm saying? Man, this ding-dong, I don't know what's wrong with him. He's going to be a ding-dong the rest of his life. You just limited what he could be by the words of your mouth. You see, is it making sense now? What are you saying about your prospering? Man, we so broke. That's what you got. Man, my head's so messed up. That's what you got. See, temporal things need to be changed. Now, this is not a fancy way just to speak the word of God, because here's the reason why. You know you're supposed to speak the word of God. Why you're not speaking the word of God is you don't understand the divine order that if you don't start speaking what God says about a matter, you're only going to see what you see within the matter. I'm going to prove it to you in a minute. Let me give you these scriptures. You with me? Are you getting what I'm saying? What are you saying about your body? What are you saying about the doctor report? What are you saying about everything? What are you saying about what's been spoken to your mind? What are you saying about how you think? What are you saying about how you feel? I can't sit there. I'm down. I'm depressed. You can't be talking like that. Now, look, I understand. God help me. Please understand. I understand people going through stuff. I'm not trying to be an insensitive jerk. But hear me. You can't just keep calling it the way it is. You got to call it the way they need it to be. That's what God did. You understand? God didn't get up and go, oh, beginning of creation of the world, walk out there and go, oh, darkness. Great. Let it stay dark. He said light, and light showed up. You know what I'm saying? God didn't show up and just call what he saw. He's been doing it all the while. Now you got you to change the way you think. Now, because watch this. Because you start talking like this around some people, they're going to think, man, something happened to you, and it ain't good. Man, they're going to see you in the middle of a mess, and you're going to start calling things the way you want them to be, 
And the minute you start doing it, we can look at Abraham in a minute. You see Abraham, this joker don't make no sense. But I'm going to show it something. I'm going to show you something about this guy's life going to change your life because this is how you have to reprogram your head to talk. Nobody talks like this, you know. Most people don't. They just talk the way they What it is, it is. What it'll be, will be. How it is is how you do it. Nah, man. We got better material than that. Look at this, 2 Corinthians 3, 7, 8. Look, we're going to go two places. Come on, we're going to make some time now. Because you with me now. Because you didn't understand what I was talking about at first. You're like, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's, he's got me. I'm nervous. No, get rid of the nervous and get in this thing. I know what I'm telling you. You see what I'm saying? You say, well, I do that. Yeah, you do that? Then what's the last five thoughts you had about yourself? Oh, okay. You looked in the mirror and you think, what about you? Okay, then hush your mouth and pay attention. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's what? Come on, there's liberty. Look at 18. But we all with open face, beholding as in the glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory. You understand that? Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Did you get that right there? My God in heaven, I hope you pulled that in. Did you get that? We're saying this say you got to see the right stuff. Everybody say, I got to see myself right. Because if you don't see yourself right, you're going to mess this thing up. Now go to Romans 4, go to Romans 4, 17. I want to show you something here now. It's going to make a lot of sense. You just got to pull this thing in. Woo-hoo. Come on, somebody. Amen. Now, I want you to get this thing, and I want you to pull this in. Now watch this. Now I'm going to show it to you with Abraham. Are you okay? Now watch Abraham. Abraham goes before God, and I want to show you what's going to happen. Okay? So God is trying to get you to connect your thinking that I got to call things that be not as though they were to get them to come into existence because that's where faith works. Does that make sense? You guys are with me. So you can't call it the way it is. You got to call it the way you want it to be. So Abraham shows up, right? And God said, Abram. Now Abraham comes to God and goes, hey, God, now that I am childless, how shall my descendants be? He ain't calling nothing but by what he sees. He said, God. God gave him a promise of a, to be heir. So God tells Abraham, you're going to be the heir of the world. You're going to have descendants all over the place. And this is how Abraham has the audacity to go to God. Hey, now that I go childish, how can I know your promise is true? God got, should have slapped the joker. That's when he took him outside and said, go look at the stars in the sky. I'm about tired of you, bro. Because you keep calling you, and he knew, he said, I'm stuck with this dude. This dude ain't going to flip it, and he's not going to be able to turn it. We've been doing this for 24 years. This guy's been waiting for a promise, and he has not been able to materialize this blessing from God. And he said, I got to do something. So God forced him and changed his name. So now God forces him. Now, I said force specifically. He forced him because he knew by his own ability, Abraham is not going to see himself the way God sees him. So he says, Abram, you ain't Abram no more, you're Abraham. So he's running around telling everybody, I am the father of many nations, even though he ain't got a descendant in the earth. And he changes the vernacular of how he calls himself and how he sees himself. And even in the idea of look at the stars in the sky, he gets him to get the opinion of what he needs to get about himself, that you are the father of many nations. He run around, everybody calling him Abraham. He's calling himself Abraham. He gets the revelation of Abraham, and what does he do? He has his what? He has his seed come forth, and Isaac, right? And he has the promise of God. And what do we see? The blessing of God. 
You know how long they say it took? A year. This guy goes 24 years without seeing nothing. God forces him to say what God says about a man. Now, here's what you got to see. What did God want Abraham to do? He said, I don't want you to call yourself, see yourself, or speak yourself about what you see about yourself or about how you see your situation. I want you to say what I say about a matter. Call yourself the father of many nations. And within a year of calling himself what God wanted to call him to be, he became. Now, watch this, though. I got mad. Because I said, it ain't fair. Greg, Gregory, Chris, Christopher, it ain't doing jack for me, God. Help me understand what you're going to do for me to get me to get this stuff to come to pass in my life. Because Abraham ain't Abram. Ain't working for Jerry. I don't even know what your name is. You got Jerry. That's it, right? That's all you got, Jerry. You can't be like Chris, Christopher, Pete, Peter. I don't know what I'm going to do with this crew. Are you getting me? And the Lord said, I got it. I said, you forced him. He forced him. Because he couldn't let him keep saying what he, my God in heaven. He couldn't let him keep saying about himself what he saw within himself. Call yourself what I called you to be. Now watch this. So I get a little bit like, where's my name change? He said, oh, no. He said, I gave you the promises of God to force you to say what I say about a matter. I got it. I got it. I said it again in here. He said, and that's why I gave you the promises of God. Because they force you to say what I say about your life. They don't allow you to say what you want to say about them. But here's the problem most people. They quit on promises. And the minute you quit on promises, you quit on your spiritual growth. Because here's the problem with promises. They're elusive. See, here's the thing. All this stuff is an invitation. But an invitation has to be responded to. And as you start pursuing the invitation, you start understanding it's never found. Because just when you think you're there, it goes higher. People get tired of it because they don't understand the process of it. So they go, here we go. And they go, you know what? Uh, I don't know if I want it that bad. See, because the promise of prosperity makes you say what prosperity says. The promise of healing makes you say what healing says. The promises of God make you say what God says, and you figure out you don't have an opinion about anything. You're only going to say what the Word of God says. And how many know that ain't going to be easy in some seasons because you want to open your mouth and say what you want to say, but at the balance beam of going, if I say what I want to say, I can't say what he said. That means I got to forfeit what he gives and get what I get, and that means most people don't want to do it. So what do they do? Bump these promises. I don't need this. I want to stay carnal. So now they never grow, and then they get mad at you for wanting to grow. Everybody gets mad at me pushing you to prosper, quit on prosperity for themselves. <laughs> I'm good at this. <laughs> I'm good at this, baby. No, no, that's true. They got people that, you want to know why they died? Sick people? They quit. They quit. They didn't want to fight no more. 
It's okay. You don't know what you would do. It's all right. Don't look at them and get mad. That promise is elusive. Every time you get close, it goes up. You keep chasing them and think you get closer, but you'll get them. Just don't quit. Don't quit. That's what he was trying to get you to see, is that that promise that you reach, what do you mean promise? You name them. There's a, thousands of them. What do you believe in God for? See, can you got to change the temporal stuff you're seeing. I don't like what I see here. Change it. Get new material. Go after it. Now watch this. I did it for three days. Be quiet. Three days. You got to do this for the rest of your life. God did it. Look at Romans 4. You with me? Oh, my God, we're going to go. Here you go. You want to see Romans 4? Look at this. As it is written, I have made. He's talking about Abraham. As it is written, I have made. Now, look, I ain't picking on you when I say that. You know what I'm saying? But we got to build a lifestyle calling these things that be not as though they are. I got to train myself, man. I want to call things the way I see it because you know I know what? Now, why? This is why you want to do that because you want to complain and you want to be emotional. And, and, and I'm not picking on the ladies. That's the people in general. If you're gonna compl- yeah, you want to be complaining and be emotional because there ain't no feelings in this. You want to be complaining and be emotional, and you just want to have that moment to say, you can't. See, this is the hard part with this, man. Promises have no feelings. <laughs> ain't no feelings in this thing, dude. You're like, God, I really want to curse right now, but my God in heaven, I know I can't. Not me, but you. But you know what I'm saying? Come on, you know what I'm saying? It's tough sometimes. And you got to hang on and like, oh, my God, I want to say something right now. Jeez, but you can't. Can't say nothing different than that promise because it's too, too, too costly to forfeit it by saying what you want to say. I don't have an opinion about nothing. What's the Bible say about it? See what I'm saying? Look what he said here. As it is written, right, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who believed, even God. Now, what did God do? Even God, who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. That's how God operates. You need to go back and read it again. You got to go back and read it again because you're like, oh, I don't know what this guy's talking about. I'm here to call things. This is how God works. Go back. Please, thank you. Look at this. As it is written, you reading it? You got to read it, and then I'll let you go. I'll keep you nine more minutes. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him who believed, even God. Now, he's talking about Abraham, but he's talking about Abraham having hope, but God, this is how he operates. Before him who we believe, even God, even who? Even God who does what? What's quicken mean? Makes alive. How God make alive dead things? He called them live. <laughs> He, he, you want to see, he's tripping. I would have quit. Jeez, God's crazy. I told you that a long time ago. All right, you want to see? Okay, geniuses, stay with me because you're all mad at me. Stay with me. That's only for the three people that don't really like me right now. I know who you are. Smile, right? Okay, watch God. Hey, God, what's up? Hey, this is cool, right? What's the story? Man, Lazarus, my buddy, he's sick. He, oh, he's sick? Okay, that's cool. He's sick. Lazarus is sick. We should go. We ain't going to go right away. We're going to chill out. Okay, we're going to go see Lazarus. Yeah, Lazarus is sick. Okay, cool. This sickness ain't going to end in death, though, but he's sick. Okay, great. Then he goes, hangs out a couple days. They go, when are we going? He goes, we ain't going. He goes, ah, Lazarus is dead. I, th- I thought you said he, he's sick. Now he's dead. And he goes like this. He goes like this. He goes, he goes like this. He goes, he goes we're going to go there. He goes, but he's asleep. <laughs> Joker's sick. Soaker's dead. Now the Joker's asleep. 
Why are we going? Just come for the ride. Because this ain't going to end dead. Because I won't get in that situation and speak life, and that joker going to come up out of there with the grave clothes on, because even though it looks dead, when I show up, resurrection and life's going to show up. And when I tell that joker come up out of that grave, he's going to come up, and it's good for your sake that he's dead. What you mean now he's dead again? He's dead? He's sick? He's back dead? He's asleep? I don't know. I'm confused. He did it with that lady, that little girl. He said, they laughed at him. She died. He said, she's sleeping. I'm going to throw something. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? Are you paying? He said, what happened to that girl that went to the house? Jairus' daughter. Oh, she's asleep. She's dead as a rock. What you mean she's asleep? You smoking crack, Jesus? What you mean sleep? She's sleeping. She ain't got no pulse. Nah, she's a napping. She's napping. What you mean napping? No, she's taking a nap. Jesus, you lying now? No, I'm calling those things that be. No, that's who they were. I'm not calling it the way it looks. I'm calling about the way it's going to be. You don't like that one? He's sleeping in the boat. What's the story? We dying. We're perishing. Water's coming over the edge. He looked at the ocean and said, peace. Peace what? You're in the middle of a storm. Nah, it ain't the way it looks. It's the way I call it to be. Come on, somebody. What have you been saying? What have you been saying? What have you been speaking? I know what you've been saying. It's stormy out there. The waves are coming over. I think we're going to die. You probably are going to die. Wake up. Stop saying it. He looks like he's crazy. Jesus looks crazy. Do you hear me? Sleep, dead. What is going on? Now, I don't call nothing the way you see it. I call everything the way I want it to be. Nothing's dead. Nobody dies when resurrection life shows up. They're just taking a nap. I could fix it. <laughs> they said Lazarus stinks. His sister said he stinketh by now. I said, shut up. I got an air freshener. I'll fix that joker. Let's go. I'm going to Febreze him and pull him out of them rocks. I don't know what he's doing. He's blowing my mind. Get out of your mind and get in your spirit. Stop calling it the way it is. Call it the way it's supposed to be. Stop calling it, oh, it's bad. It ain't bad. Call, call better to come. You know, I remember Charles Capps used to say this. He said, you know, people say, well, I ain't down with that. You ever call your dog? You know what I'm saying? You go in the backyard, that dog ain't nowhere to be found. What do you do? You call him. Come here. Come here, Fido. Come here, Fido. Come here, Rover. Here. Here. He ain't here. He's out in the yard somewhere. You got to call him. Call those things that be not as though they are. Call them in. Where are they? They're in heaven. Call them in. Call them into the earth. Call them into your situation. Call them into your mind. Call them into your body. Call them. Call it. By faith, the world was framed by the word of God. That's what faith does. Faith doesn't call it the way it looks. Faith calls it the way it's supposed to be. I ain't calling it the way I see it. I'm calling it the way it's supposed to be. Look right here. Look right here. And quicken it the dead. And quicken it the dead. Look what he said. Even God. You got that? If you pop that up there. That's that Romans 4. Seven. And call those things which be not as though they were. He quickened the dead and call those things that be not as though they were. And call those things that be not as though they were. He'd be calling everything, everything. Not the way it was supposed to be. The way God said it's supposed to be. That's what he did. That's how Jesus operated. Don't call things as though they were not. You understand what that means? Call it the way it's supposed to be. 
you got to start speaking in situation. Look, I'm going to leave you with this. You ready for this? Here's the problem with the church. Now, I'm going to show you something here now. Because it's a lot. It's a lot to absorb. We told you this. That's why people got messed up. They didn't understand the revelation of it. And they said, well, you know, they lived in denial. I am not telling you to deny facts. I'm just telling you to override facts with truth. You get that? That's where we all got messed up. They come in and they didn't know how to teach it right. And you come in there like, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. You got it. Trying to deny the doctor. Walking around like crazy over here. You're like, no, no, no. Be quiet. What'd you say? Okay, that's a fact. I got truth. I can override the facts with the truth. You can play. I'm going to dematerialize. I'm going to dematerialize. I'm going to bring to naught the things that were. How you going to do that? I'm going to show up with new material to change it. You see it? Now, how you going to start calling that marriage? Come on, somebody. I'm a, I don't know if I want to do it. Then you're going to get what you get. And that's what you got, and it ain't going to change. That's the problem with people. They want lasting change, but they don't want to do the principles to produce lasting change. They want to stay in the old system and old order and think you're going to get a new order of life. Ain't going to work. Your money ain't going to change till your mouth changes. Nothing's going to change until you start changing the way you're speaking. Call those things that be not as though they were. God who quickened the dead. And call, I'm going to pray for people today. That's why I'm shutting down, so be ready. Call in those things. You hear me? I'm going to pray for people today, so be ready. I don't know if this, we haven't done this for a minute. I felt it this morning. You understand me? I'm going to call those things that be not. And some of you need to be in this line. I need to lay hands on you today. If you've got to worry about distance, separate. But if you know you need to start, you need, you, somebody needs to, people need breakthroughs in here. If somebody felt like killing himself, don't raise your hand and don't come up right away. You don't even feel like living no more. You thought about it, but you didn't do it. But you ain't here by mistake today. I got to, I'm packing an anointing to set you free from every wrong idea you've ever had in your life. I'm gone, man. I go in a different world. I could point some of you out. I won't because I love you. But there's, today's your day of change. My God in heaven, the anointing's in here. Today's your day of change. You don't even want to live no more. I'm in the Holy Ghost. This is why you don't go to no church, ain't playing no game. I don't play no game. There's a handful of you. You don't even want to live no more. You're trying to figure out how to get off the face of the earth. I got news for you. I'm not going to let you go. What you mean? Who you think you are? I said, I'm not going to. God sent me from heaven to make sure you don't leave. I'm that radical. I need you to do something for me, though. I need you to be sensitive to this. I need you in this line. I don't need you to care what people think. I don't care if I pray for 100 people. I know I'm supposed to pray for people today. God told me the other day. It was like Thursday. I said, okay. I just got to get confirmation. Sometimes I miss it, you know, and I go back and I check, but I knew it was here. Uh, listen to me. I want you to know you could call new things. We could speak new things. You're not who you think you are. You're not those labels people tried to speak over you. That ain't who you are. You're who the Bible says you are. You can do what the Word of God says you can do. You could be everything God called you to be. But sometimes in life, you just need a little kickstart to get this thing going. I'm not going to call it the way it is. I'm going to call it the way I want it to be. I'm going to call it the way God wants it to be. Now, I want you to do this. I want you to stand up on your feet real quick. And if you're in to close your eyes, just lift your hands to heaven. And I'm sure if you need to be in this line, I want you to come. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.